Welcome to the Disney Hour Express podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Rob. We are two hopelessly romantic Disney enthusiasts. Sharing fun stories, secret tips, and family travel experiences. If you are a Disney newbie, or maybe a season pass holder, we hope you find this information helpful. We turned our love of Disney into a unique boutique travel agency that books Disney and Universal vacations. We've got a lot of stories, so cozy on up, choose your favorite drink, whether that be a cocktail or a hot chocolate, and enjoy the Disney Hour Express. Hey, babe. I don't know. <laughs> you totally threw me off. I think that's going to be my new thing. Just ask me a random question right directly <laughs> before we start like, recording. Like a semi like serious important question right before we <laughs> start the show. <laughs> my goodness. Completely get you thrown off. No thanks. Well, hey, we've made it to 20 episodes. 20 episodes. 20 weeks of podcasting i've never done anything for 20 weeks that's in a row that's not true <laughs> nope never <laughs> i don't know about that but it is a we've learned a lot as we say we have it's been fun but we we, we talk a lot we we, we do talk a lot we we talk less when we're not recording we just kind of <laughs> sit there and look at each other that's not like, true like, either. I, I, a lot of times I put my finger on her lips and I'm like, just save it for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah. It's really just me talking the whole time when we're not on the podcast. <laughs> Being like, how are you? How was your day? How was your day? You didn't tell me how your day was. Was your day okay? <laughs> uh, so we have sad news. I'm sure everybody's heard this and everybody's heard everybody's opinion about it. So now you get to hear ours. <laughs> and that's all about the billion dollar Florida campus. Is that where you're leading off? Um, with? Well, not quite, <laughs> but we were going to get there. Oh, okay. We were going to kick it off with the Star Cruiser news. Disney's Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is preparing for its final voyages unbelievable yeah. completely surprising news complete like everybody says like what a slap in the face like we we were planning on going at some point couldn't afford it now we're thinking about saving up i mean this is what everybody and, keeps saying or that everyone was just hoping that they were going to drop the price they're gonna be like well yes. you know what we can't book it so maybe they're going to drop the price. Right. Over. And they did. They started offering deals, giving 30% off uh, Visa card mm. holders. And, 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 and then they but were, it's... but then they were just like, you could get like a free third, like they were given like free nights in the parks after you booked right. your Star Cruiser thing. Things, but it yeah. was like, yeah. There was all sort of certain discounts that they were trying to throw out, but um, it just, it's not surviving. But we've known for a little bit of time that it was not financially doing well. I think it was probably back in the beginning of yeah. the year that is when they started to uh, cancel some journeys and have journeys go uh, two days off, two days mm. on, um, more yeah. so for the actors purposes, I guess, because they had to keep actors on staff and didn't have enough and 
<sighs> I want to know, like, it really makes you wonder, though, like, what, like, how much did it cost? Oh. Like, I mean, like, why, so, why was yeah. it so, I mean, you kind of figured that it was just like, it was a little bit of a cash grab. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Right? You know, because you figure like you're, you're kind of, you know, that there's this diehard fan base of mm-hmm. people that wanted, that would, you know, would pay, a, you know, money to do this. And they're, you were like, oh, well, they're, they're kind of extorting us in a way. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah, they like found your yeah. special happy place and just. Yeah. They're like, well, if you really want to be happy, yeah. you're going to pay for it. But if they're now just like, not even like we're going to low, you know, lower the price, you know, it's just like the, the business decision to just end it. Yeah. It's kind of wild. I, I mean, it just must be bleeding money. But I mean, so they don't really have the exact number of what the Star Cruiser itself costs. But we know and we're not sure if this includes everything, but the mm-hmm. Disneyland and Disney World Star Wars parks. And maybe this includes the Star Cruiser, maybe not, was about two billion to construct now then you also have to add in the actors roles that are there all the time mm-hmm. now i asked somebody who's a cat who used to be a cast member um about the pay here now if you look it up online it says that the actor's pay was about 1824 and i was like well from what I've heard mm-hmm. around town, that doesn't sound about right. Yeah. Um, and she asked a friend and mm. kind of hunted around, and she said it was a, about fourteen thirty-one an hour. That's insane. So this is not really a livable wage That's either. Crazy. For like, um, for I mean, to... even between fourteen and eighteen. Yeah, okay. either either way. Yeah, for it to. To do what they were doing to like be yes, makeup, in character, hair, character, like all that time, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure they work it somehow. It's in shifts, obviously, where yeah. it's, you know, this crew's on during the night and this, you know, and then the certain people, you know, Ray's showing up and, mm-hmm. you know, it's different people in the Chewbacca costume or whatever. But yeah, that's, that's insane. I know, I know. So they weren't spending it on the cast. It wasn't going to the cast. It wasn't like the right. cast was expensive. But whenever you see like the video or anything, there's just so many cast members out mm-hmm. there. So it's very interesting. But so, yeah, I'm really sad. I really did want to experience this. And I wanted to experience when our kids were a little bit older and could uh, really enjoy being on things like the data pad, which would be like your iPhone or whatever, mm-hmm. um, without having a whole lot of assistance. And just for us, we grew up with these movies. We love these movies. Uh, yeah, I'm very bummed about it. Molly, go like that. <laughs> Our dog does not want to sit still. She is just kind of staring at us. Mm-hmm. Like, She's I, like, I finished my bone. Now what? Now I need something else. Or you're very thirsty. We can't mm. tell. But in any case, so yeah, I was super bummed. But I guess I also wanted to bring about that this isn't the first thing that Disney World specifically has gone ahead and closed. Now, we have to keep in mind that they are always imagining new things and taking big risks. And that's what makes them 
so successful because they are pioneers in most things. Um, so if you look back over history, you know, they've had other failed ventures and maybe we're only really noticing this one so very much because of our social media that we have now. We can talk about it so much more than what we would have in the past. It would just be like a news channel or, you know, a, a little five minute segment here and there. Um, but now we can just talk about it all the time and tell everybody our opinions. But I mean, one of the things we've talked about too uh, was Pleasure Island, right? Ooh. That was... Um, I mean, not in Disney World, but it was like in the downtown Disney area that opened May 1st on 1989. And that was the same day as Disney's MGM Studios. So it was kind of like this cool hand in hand thing. Now, Pleasure Island, what I didn't realize was that it a ticket was actually required to cross over a bridge mm -hmm. and get into the island. And then that's where the multiple clubs were i thought that pleasure island was one club but i guess it was multiple, multiple clubs and it, it was a 21 plus experience which is kind of interesting you know yeah the reason why i think epcot works is because you can have a drink but also do a kid's activity while you have a drink uh or whatever or, but, or have like an adult food that's yeah. amazing and that's unique and then also do a kid's activity or get them a hot dog you know mm -hmm. like it, it but, that's but why it also works, does, but, but it also has that group of like you know there's tons of like bachelorette parties oh, sure. and all that stuff too but i just think that's why epcot works better because mm -hmm. you're you're enjoying yourself as an adult while your kids enjoying the kid activities it's it's combined yeah. so well now with pleasure island i could already see the failure being like a 21 and plus like mm. oh, okay there's only so many times that somebody especially with like a family can get away yeah so then, to do that so stuff they're not going to go multiple nights in a row so now you're relying on your main base of people they're going to be you know single Yes. Single people. So you're, you're relying on like people in their 20s. Right. You know, kind of, you know. It's such an interesting less. age because think about it. You're you're graduating from college. So you, it's not really mm. the college scene. And yeah. then it's like you're in your young adult life where you have no money. Yeah. You don't so have a ton of money. to then buy a ticket to a venue where you're going to go to four different clubs where you're going to spend more money. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it was all included. I don't know. I think the four clubs were included, but I can't imagine that the alcohol was included in that. So, yeah, I could see, I could see how that 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 wouldn't necessarily work yeah. out. And then, um, you know, Universal City Walk opened in 1999, um, which catered to the same audience, but it didn't have a to get into the city walk so it's like you could just go into the city walk and then choose whatever you wanted to do down okay. there and spend your money on that it wasn't like you necessarily had the fee first the ticket and then the then more ticketed adventures or, or pricey adventures i say so yeah I mean, pleasure I mean, island closed in 2004 so i see the idea but i also see where the fail was too and, and it's just the like the theming of it it sounds i mean it sounds 
Pleasure Island sounds way dirtier than it is. It, <laughs> just, well, I mean, so if you're thinking about it from Pinocchio, it's uh, like yeah, when the naughty boys turned into donkeys <laughs> because they were doing bad things like drinking and smoking and misbehaving. So, so sounds... it's kind of like a, and then you're, I think the whole theming of Pleasure Island was actually like after a madame whose last name was Pleasure. Hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. are we going to a brothel? Uh, yeah. like... <laughs> is, this, is this hedonism? Where are we going? Like, <laughs> yeah. So... yeah. What is what is happening? Are we going? Yeah. You're talking about donkeys and shows Ex- and stuff, and right? That's not. Yeah, uh, not great. Yeah. So, so but anyway. okay. So now this area ha- was reimagined, and mm. it's now the landing at Disney Springs. So. What I'm saying here is that so the Star Cruiser is going to somehow still have elements of Star Wars, I think, but it's definitely going to be reimagined. So here's another example. Now, (laughs) I'm going to talk about this and every listener is going to be like, whoa, that would have been so good for you, Abby. (laughs) Because the Disney Institute. Now, the Disney Institute is still there. However, it is a completely different thing. It is not for guests, really. It's... Nerd alert. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. This is the most excited I've seen her. Oh, all my night. goodness. I wish about. that the Disney Institute was still around because this is a learning vacation experience. Mm. And, um, but it, it closed in 2000, only four years after it opened. It really did not survive. Um, this experience, it was like a, a big school almost that offered 80 different classes that your family could take. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, these classes were really unique courses that were age appropriate. Like you, you had to pick within your age range. So like maybe gardening was for like 20 to 40 and maybe rock climbing was for seven to 11 or so, you know, Mm. ages seven and 11. So something like that, but they had all sorts of different things like culinary arts and photography, television and radio, DJing, Imagineering, puppet telling, like it's, so cool if you could just think like I went for a week to the Disney Institute and I came back and now I know how to do X, Y, and Z. I can cook you French meals all week long or something like that. You know, something (laughs) new and different. Um, I, you know, really cool idea. Um, However, this was also an experience. I think you were required to stay three nights, I believe. Um, and it was at that time between five hundred and two thousand dollars per mm. person. So this was back, you know, in the okay. late nineties. That's that's pretty pricey for that time for sure. The main thing that I think we should all take away from this failed experiment is no one wants to learn on their vacation. <laughs> no, we that talked can't about be it true. before. <laughs> we talked about it last week. I think it was on your yeah, soapbox. I know, I know, I know. But you know, I yeah, it would have been cool. It would have been cool. Um, so this area where the Disney Institute is now, again, they still have like a Disney Institute, but it's for like companies or organizations that are trying to learn the Disney way to implement at their company. I believe they use parts of the Disney Institute to train incoming college program 
kids um, gotcha. things so like that but te- it's not an immersive experience uh the what the disney institute housing turned into was disney saratoga springs resort oh. which is hysterical because what a boring resort <laughs> so so now i think we understand yes. why it kind of looks like that because it wasn't really I mean, meant to be something magical i mean it, was it wasn't even something. something like here you think the disney institute you're like all right i'm going into the lab where figment is and eric idol's like doing a bit and mm-hmm. like that should be the disney institute <laughs> maybe so you know they have flubbers in there somewhere yeah and, yeah i can see that like, you know totally no no thank you <sighs> so yeah uh, unfortunate yeah. but i like I said, I think that the Galactic Star Cruiser will be turned into a hotel, yeah, like a I regular mean, resort. They'll probably plop a pool and some parking. They'll probably open up the dining uh, area so that everybody can go dine yeah. there, like a experience like they do at the Grand Floridian or anything like that. Yeah, or even um, Space 220. I mean, it just seems ripe for yeah like people the, are gonna want to go there exactly exactly i i want to go there mm-hmm. so uh it's it'll take some time but it will happen uh, yeah again super sad super sad super um, sad now here we go on our political soapbox Uh-oh. to continue on with the sad news uh, Disney just uh, canceled their $1 billion Florida campus project. Yeah. So it was said in their press release that it was changing business conditions. But, <laughs> I mean, obviously, if you've been following anything in the news, and we've been somewhat avoiding it uh, about talking on the show, but, yeah, because it was such a big issue. Yeah. Such a big deal. And uh, it was, they also, um, uh, Disney kind of uh, really gave the screws in it and that they announced this on the day that, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis said he was running for president, like his, yeah. his official uh, thing. Right. So, you know, they've been going back and forth. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, he is just the worst yeah, <laughs> i don't know yes. any other way to put it politely yeah um i'm a pretty nice person but he is the worst he is taking our population and bringing it back decades decades of work he's trying to take away um and he's making a very uh uh, heightened anxious environment for individuals in florida mm. now our plan since the day we met pretty Mm -hmm. much was that we want to retire in florida we want to go move to florida one day we like the weather we like disney we like you know just the kind of atmosphere that it would provide for us but honestly as of you know this past week i don't want to move to florida anymore i love disney i will Mm -hmm. always go to disney i will support disney because you know what disney is the only safe place in Florida right now because they are the bubble that is providing a safe haven for any type of individual you want to be. Yep. And that is huge. Uh, but it's really sad and gives me all the prickly tears that like, you yeah. know, this thing that I've been dreaming of for yeah. quite some time is, is totally mute in my head. I don't know how Florida is going to come back from this. 
they're showing some real ugly colors. Not that I don't like the individuals. I have lots of family that lives down there that are lovely, lovely people. Mm-hmm. So it's not not just them. I just don't I just don't see how it's going to pop back. And in. it's yeah, and it's tough. And we uh, this is kind of a subject that we were trying to avoid talking about, but it's also when you're uh, restricting, you know, people's rights. Yes. And this is, that's something that we're all for. You yes. That people have their choices and freedoms, no matter what your orientations or whoever you, you think you are, we totally support that. So that's, you know, our stance. And yes. that's, that's something Always. that we, we strongly support you'll see on um a very uh my my uh magical very great magical minute minute, yeah yeah, that we're full and shows you where we're supporting and um now it 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 just felt right to me today in particular after listening to so much news about florida and about you know people being scared to live there and be themselves and women's rights being taken away and books being taken out of schools and yep. uh, teachers being questioned over showing Disney movies uh, that feature gay characters. Like My goodness. So mm. today was the day I went to Walgreens and, <laughs> and got a whole bunch of the pride gear oh, yeah. that we showed off in the Magical Minute. And um, it's great gear if you guys can uh, pop mm. out to Walgreens. It's really cute. It's it is. fun. It is great uh, Disney theming. Yeah, loved it. Little light up necklaces and all. So back to the uh, pullout of the one billion dollar project here. Um, the campus was set to relocate roughly two thousand Southern California based Disney employees. Uh, some of these employees have already moved to Florida, and the statement in the press release was all about how, you know, we're going to talk to those individuals about what they want to do. Can you imagine moving your entire family across the country, realizing this place is a total shiz show, Yeah, <laughs> and then having to... Uh, I'm sure they're happy to move back to California, you know, mm-hmm. I... I, I it's just yeah. a lot. It's a lot of trauma, I would think, uh, mm-hmm. surrounding all of that. And then, I, you know, California's governor was just like, well, this is uh, good that all this is all staying here. And uh, yeah. we give freedom to uh, our employees and our people that live here. Yeah. Well, you know, not everyone has to agree, especially when it comes to uh, blue and red and all that stuff. But there's there's just there comes to a point where. It just it's going too far. Yeah. And so that's, you know. Well, so here's where we're where at. So that's where they're, you know, Disney's fighting back. And and good for them. I like yeah. I like what they're doing. Um and they do it gracefully. Mm-hmm. You know? It's yeah. a, it's not a dirty game. They just they do what's right and and that is progressive. Uh which Walt Disney always was a progressive man, right? Mm-hmm. He was always doing the best of the best yeah. and doing things outside of the box and and taking lots of risks. And I think um, good for them. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Absolutely. Now, I got a question for you. What am I doing right now? What? <coughs> Are you one of the dogs <laughs> throwing up grass? I don't know. What are you doing? That was really gross. I was hacking. Oh. 
<laughs> I, I, I don't know what to... Wow. Look, I'm here to surprise and shock and awe. <laughs> I don't even know. It looked like a cat trying to get up a hairball. Well, that was kind of like what a, I was doing. That, uh, that would be a hack. Can't um, you just be like... Like, that's not I as. I guess that's uh, more like a. I, that would be more visual than anything. An axe, like, a, but it would be hack. Yeah, I guess if you were like Dexter or something like that. <laughs> well, I uh, like to see where our minds go. You, yeah. you go into just you know. <laughs> well, you do like all those. Uh, uh, well, funny, those, funny shows. story. So, so the other night I woke up in the middle of the night and I had to go tinkle and so i like you know ran out of the room and then i come back and i as my husband then described me as an eight-year-old child i did like uh i don't know even what i just like jumped she, on the bed and she, like rolled all the way across so like I, I sleep closest up. i sleep closest to the door because she also says I could protect her in case someone, yeah. an axe murderer, walked, murder. yeah, came in. So I, I sleep close to the door. So she came on my side and like rolled over me. Well, I rolled over your legs back into my <laughs> rightful <laughs> spot. Now, okay. So I don't know if anybody else out there has these fears, but like I didn't want to get. I wasn't wearing any socks or anything, and I didn't want to get near the bed because I just imagined these little like hands coming out like and just grabbing my ankles and taking me under the bed i saw freddy krueger and stuff like way too young as a child or so did i I. know (laughs) well it affected me differently obviously because i'm still scared and that's the difference between the generations (sighs) anyways let's get back into it because we were talking about hacks Parent want me hacks. to do? Want me to start the segment I, over again? I, I don't. I, can, I, I know. Nope. That was too weird for me. We're gonna I mean, have to was, think of a different. I didn't do it on mic, so we're you know mm. yeah, that's a plus. But but I re- I didn't know if you were like in trouble over there. Like, <laughs> did I need to come give you the Heimlich? Like, mm. what is happening? Yes, yes, I need the Heimlich. <laughs> wow. So what do you do? You have some parent hacks. So yes, this is and we like kind of did a whole dedicated show um, to parent hacks. I think it was our first episode if i remember correctly so we're doing them again on the 20th not as uh structured as that was but a couple of things i was thinking of and we may have talked about this before was one of the one of the good things to do and especially if you have like something that a microwave or something that facilitates this in your room is to order your groceries Mm, yes yes beforehand and i think we were gonna talk about it because there was uh, one of the particular, like you could go through um, Walmart is a big one. Yes. Um, Target will deliver to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazon, Amazon, I forget if they call it Prime. You know what? I don't know that they, I believe there was like price increases and stuff so, yeah, for so Amazon that was what, Prime. We so were going to bring that up. Yeah, better. it was like there was a price increase to what they were, or you had to order a certain amount before yeah. they they came to you and stuff. But that is like a big deal. And if you could find one of these services, like, you know, we order a bunch of bagels and yes. we'll do in the morning if, you know, just depending upon the kids' moods and, and you know, getting out of bed, you're usually exhausted from the day before going to the park. It's a big deal to order groceries. Um, yeah, to your yeah. room. It's it's less expensive than eating in the 
you know, the the quick service dining options that are, you know, either that or, or one of the restaurants. So, you know, you could do that. And like, it's just, it's easier. It is easier. I, and, um, you know, it's nice, nice to have fresh fruit. I always find that that fruit is hard to get. Um, at the resorts and parks, unless yeah. you're doing like a sit down. Unless you're going to like living with the land. <laughs> then, then you're supposed to get out of your boat and grab, and some, grab of the some fruit. fruit right? <laughs> yeah. Right. They encourage but really that. Right? It's mostly like veggies that they have, right? You don't see a whole lot of fruit over there. <laughs> but in any case, yeah, that's a, that's a great one. I definitely highly suggest it. I think I've done that for the past couple of years now. Um, so, you know, I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the podcast, um, but you should you should definitely get your free Disney button. And I know that they're okay. featured all over and all the Disney pictures and everything. And uh, you you pretty much when you walk into the park, you ask a, any sort of cast member where you get your buttons. Sometimes they have buttons over at guest relations. Sometimes they have buttons in the first merchant shops. Um, and then you'll get your specific button and it will say, we're here celebrating. And you could say my 25th birthday or, okay. you know, whatever. Um, for the longest time, I just had one button that said I was celebrating happiness. <laughs> and um, that's, I mean, they're cute. They're keepsakes. I keep all my buttons. I love them. Yeah. Um, and they're fun to wear. That's an awesome. Uh, and they're free. Yeah. That's the best part. They're free. free. So that's a good tip. Um, one other, another hack I had was going back to, again, that first episode, I mentioned about bringing water uh, frozen, freezing your water bottles overnight and then bringing them into the parks because you could bring water, you could bring whatever yeah. you want into the, you could bring food and, and, you know, water into the parks. They don't discourage that, but freezing it and then letting it, you know, thaw out as the morning goes on and usually by mid morning it's melted and you could drink it and so on and so forth. Oh, but so good. One Disney, especially, you know, they, because it's so hot down there and it gets so hot and you're busy and you're around people, they don't want anyone passing out or being becoming dehydrated. <laughs> no. So they actually, if you go up to a, any counter service um, and just ask them for a cup of ice water, they'll give you a cup of ice water for free. Like you don't have yes. to buy a Dasani bottle. Right. And they'll just give you a, a cup of water. Now there was um, a little bit of a policy change. There was like a, a parent hack on top of a parent hack in that you used to be able to go you know, if you went to any counter dining service, they would give you a certain sized cup of water. But if you went to a Starbucks, they would give you a venti, which is the big Ooh. cup size of ice water. So you would get a little bit more bang for your non buck, yeah. I guess. You know, but think about how long it would take you to get to that Starbucks count Starbucks. I'm like Star Wars. So <laughs> yeah. Starbucks counter. Those lines are always quite long. But maybe it was worth it to get yeah, that extra, get extra you know, aqua. extra twelve ounces of uh of ice water. But now they've changed it where the Starbucks are now they were they I guess they realized that they were giving out these you know the cups like, or where did whatever. all the cups go <laughs> yeah they, we have no cups we're giving out free ice so that now they've kind of downgraded the size of oh. the ice water but you can still get it again yeah. they don't want you to pass out so if you want a cup of ice water just go up to anywhere that's serving any type of food or beverage and they'll give you you know a, now a will cup of ice all water. these counters refill your water bottle for you 
How does that work? You know, that's a great question. That I don't know. Yeah. I I know that they do have like water spouts throughout the park for things like that. Mm. Um, especially over in um, Star Wars Galaxy. But Edge, if you want... They have like watering holes and stuff. So, mm. yeah, it's... Uh, it's sometimes good to bring your own, but if you're picky about your water taste, <laughs> just yes, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so let's say that you're tired of going to the parks and need to take a little breath. Uh, a parent hack would be to head over to Fort Wilderness. They have a lot of activities, like fun family activities that you can do over there, um, like wagon or carriage rides. You can even ride a horse and you can take archery lessons. I think it would be a nice, fun little family activity to do some archery. What do you think? Um, I am not putting a, <laughs> a bow and arrow into either one of our child's <laughs> hands because... Can you imagine the three of us uh, just be like, okay, Especially, I'm sorry, but especially with, um, with Bailey, <laughs> it would be quite the um because she just kind of like would start talking and turn around and just you know shoot somebody because she'd be explaining archery to us for six years and and then then she would be adorable and be like i didn't mean it (laughs) um so yeah that's another parent hack just head over to fort wilderness find a good activity that and get still you're outdoors and stuff but it's just a quieter slower pace which is nice Any other parent hacks over I mean, there? That was really uh, I had to do, and that's what I wanted to talk about. I feel um, more than satisfied. <laughs> well, good. That yeah. sounds great to me. And that's all you have, all right? So I will end it the same way I started it by. Um, I, I, no, no, uh, no, none no, of that. We don't need to. No, we, thank you. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. So let's talk about some uh, Genie Plus and Lightning Lanes and Ooh. what what timings do we have? It's actually quite late, so. So I actually, oh, <laughs> I actually prepared. Oh my a goodness, little guys! Bit. The first time in twenty episodes no, that he pre-prepared he something. Not, <laughs> he has done it before, and usually. So I did this about the uh, six forty-five. The one thing I didn't check was was there, um. Maybe your computer runs a little faster. You're gonna, what What are the park times? Like, what time is everything closing tonight? Uh, oh. I don't know if there was, like, a special. Because it, it seems to be, like, a great time to go to the parks because it looks like it's there's not. a little not, bit slower, yeah. Yeah. Still, all the college kids just got out. Yeah. I'm getting the death signal here. Oh, see, I think you're the internet. I think the all internet right. just isn't all that great. We'll see what we got. Even though we have a router directly in this room, um, crazy talk. So anyway, so the um, as you're doing that, what was the longest? There were there were four rides down. One of them was in Disney Springs. So that doesn't count. The Aerofile. I've never been on that. Mm. The bull is that the balloon? The balloon, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was that was down, but then when there were three rides in the parks down, they Ooh. were three all rides. in Magic Kingdom. Wow. So Peter a, Plan. <laughs> <laughs> um Space Mountain was 
temporary clothes. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train was temporary clothes. And then the Magic Carpets of Aladdin, which I think was closed last week, too. Yeah, it was closed. I wonder if there's a refurbishment that I didn't see over there. But then it's strange because they also, they usually like just take it off the list of rides, too. Yeah. They wouldn't just keep putting that as temporary clothes. But Hmm. yeah, there's something going on there. Um, So that leaves the, at the time... The longest ride in all of Disney World Resort in Orlando, Florida, was the Slinky Dog Dash. It was 90 minutes. 95 minutes. I take that back. By the way, can you believe we got Heidi to agree for two churros? For two churros. And she kind of took it back. She was like, no, wait. She's like, I want two churros and a toy. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, no. Like, you already agreed to it. And it was on record. (laughs) You were on mic. So we have a recording of it. You are stuck with going on this ride, which I think she's really going to enjoy. I think she's going to love it. She just had a little bit of, uh, after getting her on Guardians, I think she had a little bit of. But then she went on Guardians again. That's what, what like, kind of makes me giggle Mm. is, like, so she went. Didn't she go twice in a row? No, she just went once. I went on with you after. She was like, no, I'm not going again. I'm I'm going to Frozen ever after. Okay. Okay. Fair. Um, okay. Well, then we had Remy's Ratatouille. Um, How long was that? That was 75 minutes. We had, it was a good time ago. Avatar Fly of the Passage was 70 minutes. Oh. Rise of Resistance, 65. Navi River Journey, 65 minutes. So Animal Kingdom, oh. it's like, it seems like at the end of the Animal Kingdom day, everyone just flocks. Yes. To those, because, you know, in Pandora, the lights are just so beautiful. Yeah, so true. you kind of do want to be there at night if you can. That is it's true. a different, it's a completely different experience. So with Magic Kingdom, with those three rides down, which are big deals because they're, you know, I mean, besides the Aladdin, um, it, it kind of pushed things. Peter Pan's flight was 60 minutes. Um, which is a horrible ride and doesn't deserve that more than a 10 minute wait. No, thank you. Um, and they had uh, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, 55, oh, Test Track, ride. 55, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway was 50 minutes. That's not too okay. bad for that ride. Toy Story Mania, Jungle Cruise, 45. Then it got it started getting interesting. I was like, oh, I was looking at some of these. Like Haunted Mansions, 40 minutes. That's not too bad for, for, for Mansion, three yeah. rides down. Like that's kind of crazy. Um Frozen Ever After, 35 minutes at Epcot. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's a great, that's a that's a perfect time. Um, but then like Pirates of the Caribbean was only 25 minutes. And so I was like, hmm. there's something going on. Because if three rides down are Magic Kingdom and Pirates of the Caribbean is only 25 minutes, Big Thunder Mountain, 30. Hmm. but this was what really bad weather over there this really got me excited i was like physically i think i I went like i (laughs) I looked at it um millennium falcon smugglers run was only 20 minutes at seven o'clock yeah i was like that's insane you know how many times i would go i'd I'd hit all six positions yeah all six seats uh soaring around the world 20 minutes which you know heidi would have loved (laughs) star tours 10 minutes and what was the shortest wait in all of Disney World at 6.54 on a Friday? Mickey's Philharmonic. <laughs> it was not Mickey's Philharmonic. This is like the third episode in a row I've asked you and you've not got it right. Because your magic is always 15 Excuse minutes. Excuse me. I don't point out the things you don't get right. It's, I think there should be like a little mean? bit of a I've here. never gotten anything wrong ever. 
You can't right. prove it. It um, was the three. It was Grand Fiesta Tour yes. starring the three Caballeros. Mickey's Fellow Magic is always a 15-minute wait. Well, speaking of all of that, yes. what rides shouldn't you waste your Genie Plus or Lightning Lane on? We've got a little bit of a list. Now, this is just kind of a take it or leave it. But I just wanted to say, don't don't put your money towards these because they're short waits, like 20 minutes and under usually. Mm. So that would be Mickey's filler magic. How dare you? How dare you? But no, it doesn't make any sense because right. it's just... You want to just... You're going to get packed gonna in go. with all these... There's yeah. really no... There's no reason. There's a, yeah, there's no way to feel like you got your money's worth using a Genie Plus or yeah. anything for this because, yeah, you're going to go into a line and wait for the movie theater doors to open. Yeah, you're so. just going to get packed in. It's going to take more time for everyone to pack themselves in behind yes. you. Yeah, yeah you're so just going to be standing there. Mm. So uh, another one is usually Spaceship Earth, the Carousel of Progress, Dumbo, the Flying Elephant, Magic Carpets of Aladdin. Which is an opening end. Prince Charming Regal Carousel. Under the Sea Journey of the Little Mermaid. Like I've I've gone back and forth on this one that yeah. it's long and it's not long. When it first opened, that place was jam-packed. Now I find that it, it it's, it's always usually, very, very quick. It's usually but it's usually about 20, yeah. 25, 30 minutes. So yeah. maybe it all it depends yeah. what time of day. If you hit it up at the first thing during the day, you're going to walk right through that line. And, and you know what? It's going to take you a long time to walk through the line because there's going to be nobody yeah. there. Okay. Um, it's a small world. Uh, that can <laughs> that can get up to 30 minutes or no, so. But but I've in the past couple of years, it's been pretty short. Um, the people mover. If it's longer than five the minutes. Mad, <laughs> mad tea party yeah. is usually goes pretty quick. Turtle talk with crush. It's tough to be a bug. Grand Fiesta tour. It's always five minutes. Journey into imagination. Living with the lands usually pretty short. It can get up to 45 minutes at times, but it depends again what time you're hitting it. That's crazy. Only Abby would want to wait 45 minutes for that. And I'd wait with her. Yes, you would. Mm-hmm. The Seas with Nemo and Friends, mm-hmm. Triceratops Spin, um, Star Tours can also vary, mm-hmm. and Muppet Vision 3D. Yeah, so that's these another, are, that's these another one. These are ones that, like, yeah, don't use your Genie Plus times for these. Yeah, and again, it's all, you know what, some people, they have a real, they just love certain rides, and, you know, some people care about things, like, Living with the land is well, uh, a yeah. big deal for us, and right. And like, let's say you're not going to go there. on any like high-profile rides, mm-hmm. then you know, do what you want to do. Yeah, for sure. Use that genie plus. Get as many as you can, but that's just like a general list. Now, speaking of Genie Plus, the news about, you know, they're going to make this experience of having Genie Plus easier so that you're not spending your time making plans on your actual day of going to the parks. What do you think that's going to look like? Well, see, I think it's going to be more that they're going to let you like kind of like what they did with the fast passes that they're going to let you book your initial ride 60 days out. Do you think it's going to be I think it's going to be 30 well, it's going to be some, yeah, I mean, it very well could be, but I think it's going to be an, it's not going to be that you're, you're going to have to plan everything on the day because it just yeah. causes too much, not chaos, but, um, you know, just right. it, people like to plan. 
Right. So I think like it's going to be interesting because if you don't buy because, OK, fast passes were part of your general ticket. Yeah. They were, so they were included. So then in the price. you're just going to get your general ticket. And then it's like if you get a Genie Plus, you can pre-plan ahead of time. So is that going to drive the Genie Plus prices up like is that going to be better yeah. for business because people do want to pre-plan are, are they just gonna are they just gonna are find just a gonna medium because like, yeah because right now it's speak. based on um the amount of uh, the crowd yeah you know how many tickets have been sold or park reservations on that day they could tell how many people are going to show up sure and well now that the tickets are going to be a little bit different mm. where you don't even need to make park reservations everything's going to be kind of date based yeah. so um they'll know it's gonna be a lot it's uh yeah it's It's gonna gonna be be interesting it is um so then the quickest to run out of lightning lanes these are good to know um over at animal kingdom kilimanjaro safaris is like the number one which i didn't mention that but it that had a five minute wait at uh you're kidding me what is happening it must be some sort of tropical weather that we missed (laughs) Yeah, possibly. Because, yeah, it was like I, Kilimanjaro was five minute wait. I don't know. I mean, what time? And that was at 6.45. Yeah. Over, I mean, Animal Kingdom was open today from, you know, nine to seven, which is regular. Oh, okay. So, I mean, so maybe right it was like right was at closed. the end of the day. So yeah. that's why. All right. But the, yeah. but the, Cali, but the avatars were both like 60 minutes. Right. Yeah. So. I can see that. So then that's the other thing. Ep- uh, Expedition Everest sells out pretty fast. Although I've never had a very long wait at Expedition Everest, and, it and does, they keep it nice and chilly in there. So and it does have a single rider uh, queue. Yes, normally, which are always like really good to take yeah. advantage of. And the uh, Navi River Journey mm-hmm. uh, sells out pretty quickly, so that's good to know. Yeah. Um, and then there's in Epcot. It's usually uh, Remy's Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. test track and frozen ever after mm-hmm. and that's only because again guardians is still on a virtual queue that's right and then hollywood studios slinky dog dash sells out super quick and one of the things that you should know about slinky dog dash 2 is the queue is in a very sunny 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 spot so if you have any sort of like heat complications you do need to get a lightning lane for this so that you can breeze through that line it's Mm -hmm. it's brutal Mm -hmm. Um, millennium falcon smuggler's run runs out pretty quick too over at hollywood studios yeah um you can also and then over in magic kingdom Jungle Cruise and a terrible, terrible ride, Peter Pan's Flight, which if you want to join the movement that has been dormant for weeks, uh, but we have 20 <laughs> signatures, change.org slash long lines, PPF, come and sign a virtual uh, petition. So, I mean, we haven't even talked about Wendy and Peter Pan, Peter Pan and Wendy movie. We have not talked about that movie. We kept, uh, you know, it was always something. It'd be like right before we would uh, record, we'd be like, hey, we should talk, give our uh, Peter Pan and Wendy review or Peter and Wendy review. And we'd be like, yeah, that, that's a good idea. And then we just completely forget about it. Yeah. Well, what did you think? The quick version. Yeah. It was, um, uh, it wasn't what I expected. Mm-hmm. It was, like more of a traditional 
um like retelling of the story right but a little bit but it was like you know through wendy's eyes but i don't i don't know like it was i expected it to be a little bit more yeah uh going off the the beaten track yeah of mm-hmm. it and <coughs> it was um I, you know i found it especially like the end the ending was like very kind of dark yes yeah. And it was very serious, and it was like when they, like you didn't know if Peter Pan like died, and mm-hmm. I mean I you know that's kind of part of it, right? Because they have the whole thing, and you have to clap to get yeah. uh, Tinkerbell. But I mean, it was like our kids were like a little thrown, yeah, like I don't from get there it. at the yeah. end, yeah, yeah. I was um pretty underwhelmed by mm. this movie. Again, we've seen it all all before um i mean yeah i found it underwhelming yeah i mean jude law did did a good job as captain hawk he was pretty you know menacing actor uh, yeah yeah but i mean i missed the classic from when i was gonna kid you know i'd get nostalgic about that Mm -hmm. so in any case we've got our tickets for the little mermaid yeah so we're moving forward with another remake and i'm excited to see uh how that goes in a couple of weeks. We are excited. Yes, yes. Um, there were a couple of things in the news. Um, nothing too, too crazy. There was... <coughs> excuse me. I'm you not know, doing... After, I'm not doing after a, hacking, you just never recover. I'm not doing another, a bit, but there were... We were talked about how like that guy was you know thrown out for being on Remy's and oh yeah oh and it seems to be that there's, dude. there was another there were more people banned for fighting oh my Disney. gosh what was going on like what park were they at and... they were at Magic Kingdom oh and they, it was because they wouldn't one it was like one family wouldn't get out of the way of the other family that wanted to take a picture like they were. Oh they want to gosh. take pictures in front of the castle. You know, uh, no, well, yeah. in front of the gates. Oh, okay. You know, in front of like the Mickey. Uh, yeah. That 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 picture that's in front of the gates. Yeah, they want they wouldn't like move, and so then they got into a fight, and then the the, the the I don't know if it was it was like said like two males got banned, so they couldn't even Baby, get into the bar. Don't ever get banned, please. Could, could you imagine? Like that's oh. crazy. I mean. Okay, but like, let's be honest. You've seen me get all like my feathers get all ruffled at Magic Kingdom well, because yeah, people are the, mean, and people, there's people always like a lot of misunderstandings. Well, it's like, come on, people, just kind of. Uh, I don't want to, you know. Can't we all get along? Uh, yeah, true, true. <coughs> we would like to all get oh, along. Oh man, no, we're at the, you know, it's the happiest place on earth. Yep. Be happy. Maybe we should just give everybody some gummies. Oh, okay. What, <laughs> and then mean? make them happy. <laughs> or we could just put them to sleep with the gummies. That's true. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, over on uh, the Universal side, it's the 30th anniversary of uh, Jurassic Park. <gasps> yes. Oh, my favorite. So they're doing like a bunch of the, the Jurassic Park tribute store is kind of like being redone yep. over in Universal. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have like all these different 90s nostalgic um items and gifts and stuff and there's going to be like a preview day for their their cast members over at universal and then 
pass holders also could go in and, uh, and, and get like an early preview to get all the good stuff. It is funny like that. Not only Disney did that nineties flashback with star Wars nineties gear. Now they're doing nineties yeah. Jurassic park gear. So it's kind of cool. I like it. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Um, other than that, that was, uh, we were speaking of churros a new chocolate dunked churro ear headband at Walt Disney World. I saw that. It's yeah. very cute. <laughs> it's an interesting look. Um, the last thing, and this is, I think, again, partially part of my my petition. Over in uh, Disneyland, they're close. They're going to re. They're closing Peter Pan's flight. Oh God! Yeah. But no, but only for a month because they're going to refurbish it. Hmm. So it's from June 5th to June 30th. It's going to be closed. <laughs> That's not enough time to do what I'm hoping for. <laughs> it seems like they need more hmm. time, right? More time. Unless maybe they're going to put, they're going to find a way to like permanently station Jude Law in there as Captain Hook. <laughs> That's where he's going to be. You know, I do wonder like how, um, like as Jude Law, I guess there's nowhere to go with this. Like, Pirates of the Caribbean actor, uh, his name is escaping me right now. Thank you, Johnny Depp. It really made a a different career for himself out of this this one character. And I wonder if Jude Law was like kind of going for it because I felt like it was the same kind of like so far from anything that Jude Law has ever done before. And he did an amazing job at it. So but there's no other movies outside of this for this part. So interesting um, really far-fetched i understand yeah but, you know he did good all right well there you go that's a thumbs up for Law from abby that's right well i think that was it that was kind of our big smorgasbord episode we didn't really have a huge theme we were just kind of wanted to talk about everything that was happening for the week um again if you want to listen to a much quicker a more succinct uh, telling of the news of what's going on the week, please check out the Magical Minute, which you could find on our Instagram and YouTube whenever I get around to actually putting it up there. (laughs) That's right. And then don't forget to come on over to our website, familytravelplanner.com, to see other news. And we can help book your vacations coming up here. And you can see all of our wonderful travel agents that are on board. And that's a good way to also reach out to us if you want to contact us about anything if we um, said a uh, character's name from Encanto incorrectly, because that happens. It did happen last we, week. We say things. I, I know I said I didn't, but I lots of things wrong. But um, yeah, it's a good way to contact us. Let us know uh, anything you want us to cover, anything you don't want us to cover. If you don't want us to talk political anymore, let us know. We're probably going to do it anyway, but you can, uh, you can let us know. We want to hear your feedback and thoughts. We care. We do. Have an amazing week. This has been a Family Travel Planner Production.